there's a lot of freedoms here that, that normal people don't get, right? And we get to communicate with people on our phone all day, say hi to people, shake their hands, look them in the eyes, and we get paid for it. There's not many jobs you can do that. Welcome everyone to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. And here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. Three weeks of winning best and brightest companies to work for? Well, the answer is yes. This week takes us to Granville, Michigan, and Ziegler teams there at Granville Chrysler. We at the Driving Vision Podcast are excited to celebrate with them and to learn more about the culture that drives 17 years, winning this highly acclaimed recognition. We go now to the locker room at Granville Chrysler. Hey everybody, welcome to the special edition of the Future of Zag Today Driving Vision Podcast. We are here in the conference room at Granville Chrysler, the newly remodeled Granville Chrysler. Super excited to be here with this team. We have a big group today, Matt, Thomas. We do. We have a great group, a great group of people from this team that uh, make it happen each and every day. So Matt, before we get into why we're here, let's talk about the what it the award is that we're here to celebrate that is earned not only by this store we're sitting in, we chose this out of many, but all the Ziegler stores in this area. Matt, tell us a little bit about the award. Yeah. So the award we're going to talk about today are West Michigan's best and brightest, and it's our 17th West Michigan's best and brightest. So it's a huge honor. 17. 17. Yes. What does best and brightest companies to work for mean? Well, what it means is it's an outside firm that goes through and they do this all across the nation. And we want it in now three of our markets and they survey the employees and the employees are actually the ones that help us achieve this award. And it's based on all these different um, criteria and they come back and there's all these companies that submit for it. And we've been honored to win it for the 17th time in West Michigan. 17 years is a long time to do something. And if you think about 17 years, Lisa, you're not even that old. So so like this predates all of us. So in all seriousness, we're here with general manager for uh, Granville Chrysler, Chris Zappenfeld. Chris, welcome. Thank you. We're here with Lisa Downey. Lisa, Mm -hmm. welcome. Your title, job role. On Team Client Zickler. advisor. Client advisor. Welcome. Thank Mark you. Van Dyken, uh, sales manager. Correct. Fantastic. Josh Brandt, technician extraordinaire. Sure. What would you call yourself? What's your role uh, on the team? Uh, the shop foreman down there, but yeah, mostly technician. Shop foreman. Not only shop foreman, but you've been here a heck of a long time. I, I've actually heard that you've been here as long as we've been here, whatever that means. Yep. That's, that's a building. 17 here. years. That's astounding. So actually, that's interesting. Chris, is there a coincidence that we've won this 17 years and Josh has been here 17 years? I think it's all because Josh, Josh. you can't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, I don't plan on it. <laughs> so our goal today is to have a conversation about what is this best and brightest companies to work for award and what is the culture that he's unique about Ziegler here in Granville that helped create this? Because when you think about car dealerships in Western Michigan, there's a lot of dealerships, right? Yeah. Chris, let's start with you. What sets apart Ziegler, Chrysler, Granville from other dealerships uh, in the area and in the state? Well, first of all, like all Ziegler dealerships, I think we have a family feeling. And when we hire people, there's a career advancement that I've never seen before. I.e., we've got uh, a guy, Nate Van Ryan, who's our finance manager now, a young man. He started in our detail shop about four years ago, killed it there, went to sales, advanced, did a great job there. Now we promoted him to F&I. Lisa, to the right of me, Mm -hmm. you started as an operator how many years ago? Indeed, two and a half. Two Two and a half years ago. She's since been on the sales floor over a year, year and a half. Year and a half in sales. Yep. She's been salesperson of the month. 
two or three times. Uh, just does an outstanding job. But when we hired her as a receptionist, we knew she was going to go places. And I think, Josh Brandt, you started in the oil change? I did, yep. And now you're shop foreman? Yep. And you've been here again 17 years? Yeah. Yep. And Mark, you started as what? Internet or uh, sales? Salesperson, internet sales. And now you're general sales manager? So yeah, I think the opportunity of advancement, that's what thats what it's I big. think separates Granville from a lot of the other dealerships. So Lisa, let's test that. What did you do prior to coming to Ziggler? So I was in the entertainment and hospitality sector. Okay. And then when the pandemic hit, I was looking for something new. The pandemic was not good for the entertainment and hospitality it, it sector because they said you can't be together, right? right did right. we agree with that? During the COVID, did we say we don't want to be near people? We well, didn't really, did we? <laughs> no. At that point, it kind of didn't matter if I agreed or yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking to move on and find something that would work. What attracted you to, to Ziggler here in Granville? So I had a friend that worked here, and she raved on and on about how great the culture was. So I applied and wasn't necessarily excited to be the receptionist, but I thought I'll get my foot in the door and it most certainly worked. Yeah. It worked out well for me. Yeah. What was the hardest thing about transitioning from hospitality into the car business? So it actually dovetailed beautifully because hospitality is all about going the extra mile to anticipate people's needs and serve at the highest level. And so if you can do that for your clients in a car dealership, yeah, you're already out in front. So what was your biggest talent or trait? Because we often talk about how you bring your strengths to this organization and you lean in with your strengths and it ends up raising the level of play. What was the strength you brought to Granville? I really care a lot about outcomes for people and in individual settings, being a great listener, being willing to communicate. Yeah. And I think that navigates my day to day when I'm on the sales floor. What was the hardest thing about breaking in? The schedule, <laughs> the schedule by far. You know, it's so interesting. It, do you agree it, with that, Jared? Oh, Josh, do you agree? Yeah, or Mark, absolutely. Mark, I'm going to call you Jared for a while because I accidentally texted Jared. <laughs> if Jared, if you're listening, Van Order, I got you and Mark switched up my mind. Mark, do you agree that scheduling is tough as you get into the retail business? Uh, it can be different from another job, but I mean, the auto group does a pretty good job of being flexible, allowing you to have some work-life balance. And so much. Settle in, it's not bad. So much so. We'll come back to Matt Thomas here. We recently won a recognition, a nationwide recognition of all companies across the entire country. A car group won what they win, Matt. We did. We won the glass door award for work-life balance so we uh we were one of the top organizations in the country with that so that's another uh award that our group has won total and uh, it just speaks volumes to you know how the employees and the team members feel about how we we treat them every day and the balance that we do obviously this business stuff ha does have some hours you know in in all the different departments but we try to do a good job of making sure that we give that that time away when people need it so they can go to their kids' events or do the things that they need to do. And uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Josh, where did you come from prior to, uh, what was your prior experience before Ziggler? Um, I actually worked in a factory for a little bit, like a frozen food factory. Okay. Uh, and then I went to college. Uh, it was kind of right before, it was around 06 and it got slow there. So I just went to college and came here right out of college pretty much and started in the quick loop just to kind of get my foot in the door. Um, just like her and, you know, work my way up from there. And that's kind of what I've seen too over the years. It's like, I, I think right now we have maybe six or seven technicians that 
also started in our quick loop and then they've moved on to be technicians. And then just like Zeb said, we've also had guys that started in sales and moved their way up to sales management. Pretty much all the way across the board, I've seen people start in the lower position and work their way up. It's kind of nice to see just in-house that they, you know, willing to move you up if you do a good job. And I'd like to add something. Aaron Ziegler offers us the Ziegler University. And I think uh, Mike and Ariah, Mike Van Ryan and Ariah Daniels do a heck of a job there. But if you have someone who doesn't have management skills and they want management skills, it's almost like a free university. It is a free university yeah. Yeah. the employee. So if you like we have a technician right now who's uh, wants to eventually get into management, he wants to be signed up for every class offered. Yeah. No other dealer groups do that. And That's not, phenomenal. And here's what's interesting is there's not a lot of dealer groups that offer that type of opportunity. Correct. There's not a lot of individuals that would come running towards that opportunity. Correct. So it's almost two-part, right? You've got to have that opportunity, which the Ziglotter Group creates, and you can come partake in that if you're wired that way. But you also have to be like Josh and say, I want opportunity. I want to grow. You came from Frozen Foods. What did you do in Frozen Foods? I actually was a cook there. I, I cooked most of the stuff before they froze oh, up. So that is what type of foods? Um, everything like lasagnas. We did rice. We did all sorts of different stuff. That's awesome. Any any trade secrets from the Frozen Food world? No, I just I worked there because my mom worked there. She was like a quality control yeah. an engineer person there, and she worked there since she was like eighteen. So yeah, I give it a try, and it definitely was not for me. Yeah. So if we say the statement, the automotive industry is great because it's the last great American institution. Talk to us about how this provided you opportunity in a way a lot of others may not have industries. Pretty much kind of like Matt said too, just a flexibility. Like I got two young kids so yeah. being able to be there and go to events that they have. And, you know, we, we bought like a small farm. So we got animals and stuff and being able to go home and do the stuff that I need to for that. Just a flexibility is super great. That's probably the biggest thing that I, I see from day to day. What gives you delight in this business? What makes you happy in your role as a shop foreman, as a leader? What do you, what lights you up? I really like seeing like the younger guys, like really start to learn it and, and really get it figured out. Um, you know, they come in pretty green and fumble through some stuff. And I like to see once they really start to do it on their own and, and really understand it. So Lisa, we come back to you for a second. In the car business, mm -hmm. Zep can attest to this. Actually, all of us who've been around for a little while can. You start in sales in the car business to what Josh is talking about. And it's a super competitive environment. And it used to be, it was very difficult to break into a sales floor. If you went from receptionist to sales floor, it'd be like, hey, good luck, right? Mm -hmm. That's my customer. That's my this, that's my that. And it's almost impossible in a lot of organizations to break through. How was your experience different where it seems like you were embraced uh, as you came in? You know, that's exactly it. I feel like from the moment I arrived, there was support and encouragement and recognition. So right away, Mark and I developed a great rapport. So after eight or nine months, you know, it was an obvious transition. So because I had the recognition and support from Zep and Mark, it made it really easy to just take that step and move forward. Yeah. And, you know, moving into an unknown industry, a job role you've never done. That commission. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent commission based. It can be scary and intimidating. Yeah. But at no point did I feel that I was just off on my own. You had support. Absolutely. And I will say for Lisa, she came in obviously with, she has a lot of outside contacts, mm -hmm. nobody in the car business. Yeah. But probably 90% of your business the first six months has been self-generated. Self-generated. Good for you. Yeah. You have con just contacts from your past. Absolutely. So that's the other part we talk about. So you got to pursue and come after the opportunity 
But there's a trait or a characteristic that really pays in this business. Tenacity. True. What's another characteristic, Zep, that you value in uh, your team here at Granville Ziegler? Hard work, loyalty, honesty, valuing every customer that walks in the door. We don't care if they're coming in to uh, get a new key in the parts department. You walk them back, offer them coffee. Yeah. Just be appreciative that someone's coming into your place of business. Yeah. And Aaron Ziegler provides us with, I mean, we've got a beautiful facility, all the inventory that we could possibly get. We'd like more, obviously. Yeah. Um, great advertising. And then a great name. You know, you hear the Ziegler name. And when I hear that, I think of quality. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's true, isn't it, Matt? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, when you think about it, uh, wherever we go in whatever market, we have a great reputation. And that's one of our our values, right, is reputation. And we want to make sure that, and it starts at the store level. It starts with the team members that we have and having their own reputation of saying, I want to give my best today when I come. You know, I want to actually execute on everything I do and I want to take care of the customer. And it's about providing that ultimate, you know, customer experience. And when we do do that, it it just, it continues to go from there and customer walks away and realizes what a great experience they had today and uh, they'll share it with others. So Mark is a leader on the sales floor in this organization. You are a defender of the mission statement, our family delivering your family, the ultimate automotive experience. As I say that, what does that phrase mean to you? Take care of every customer like their family. I mean, during the sale, after the sale, right? Something's something's wrong with the car, but it's a gray area. Take care of them like you'd want to take care of your sister, brother, mom, dad. Just treat people like family. Don't treat them like just a cardio. It's interesting when you think about that mission statement. We talk about it a lot on the podcast. It's our family to your family, our team to your team. What does that say about how we treat each other? Because I think that's a key difference here at Ziggler. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's uh, respect at every level. I feel I don't care if you're sweeping floors or if you're the general sales manager. I mean, we treat yeah. each other with respect. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a must. So, Mark, how did you start in the business? Well, got off the docks at UPS. Didn't want to unload boxes anymore. Father was always in sales, wanted to get into it, liked cars and uh, just got into the business and realized maybe it's not about how much you like cars, but just how well you can work with people. And it's uh, changed my life a bunch of different ways. So when you think about this as being an area of opportunity, the last great American institution, what does that mean to you? For me, we're free to make as much money as we want to make, free to work the hours you want to work as long as you're producing. Really, as, as long as you're producing in this business, there's a lot of freedoms here that, that normal people don't get, right? I mean, we get to communicate with people on our phone all day, say hi to people, shake their hands, look them in the eyes, and we get paid for it. Mm-hmm. There's not many jobs you can do that. So we recently were in the Ziegler locker room at Orland Park BMW, and we heard from a guy, Ben Nimpton. Did, did, were you all there for that or listen to the recording after? Listen to it. So he talks about how in the car business, we touch people every single day. We have the opportunity, he talks about, to light people up, to have a ripple effect with people around us. He ties that ripple back to a bucket list as a way of lighting people up. Uh, a couple fun questions as part of this. Do you have a bucket list? And what's on your bucket list, Josh? We'll start with you. Oh, man. I don't know. I really haven't thought about it a whole lot. Still, still too young to worry about it. Too, too young to worry about the bucket list. Yeah, I think so. You got to go back and listen to that talk. Did who heard who heard it and thought it was an impressive? What what touched you about that uh, conversation? Well, first of all, they were achieving everything on their bucket list. Yeah, um, they wrote it all down. They had a goal. Yeah, and they found a way to it to achieve it. I thought that was which was shocking. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But they were able to play basketball with President Obama. 
But as they went through and sought to achieve their list, they also found interesting ways to people gave back. back. Yeah. Well, what they gave, they felt yes. giving was much more important than yes. receiving. Yes. Anything interesting on your bucket list? So um man, I got a lot. Travel is the biggest thing. I'm gonna go see a lot more of Europe. I went on a cruise for the first time a few years ago to Europe and loved it. So I'm gonna go on another cruise. I might try that kiteboarding. Um, that sounds I saw dangerous. that in Aruba. <laughs> yeah, well, my wife's all over it, so I might have to try it. Uh, oh, and I want to break 40 someday and golf up for nine holes. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. So when you think about the bucket list and you think about time, what Josh said, hey, I've got time because you're young and we're, I like to think I'm young, but I used to be really young and now I'm on the old side of everything. What would you say to Josh about time? Oh, man. Uh, first of all, I think you got your, you have your priorities straight. Yeah. With your family. Yeah. Um, which is important at your stage, but he's still, I mean, he's still one of the top producers turning hours. He has a great balance. And this is what I'm saying about time. You have a great balance of work, life, never miss anything with your kids. What else? Like that. Lisa, anything on your bucket list? Yes. I need to convince Derek Jones to take me up in the Ziegler hot air balloon. (laughs) Oh, that's a bucket list that could happen. All right, Derek Jones, you've heard it. You're on here. Mark, a lot of travel. Yeah. I want to go to Bora Bora, want to see the Coliseum. There's a lot of travel on that one. And travel done smart, we actually bring those experiences back, share them with others. They light us up. But we actually become better for it, right? Matt, yep. something on your bucket oh, list. I gotta go see the Grand Canyon. I haven't been. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're gonna go there and we're gonna whitewater raft too there. So that's awesome. Uh, that's a bucket for a list week. For us. Are you doing the whole trip? I don't I have, know do if you have this planned? Uh, okay. Well, we had it planned a couple of years ago, and obviously the the killer COVID put a nix to that. I've done it. It's awesome. So we had to it. delay it, but we will put that together for our family and make a family trip out of it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, fun. Okay, something we often ask people is, what's one thing that most people in Team Ziggler don't know about you? That might surprise them, or they may find interesting or different. I've never been <laughs> waterboarded by the king. No, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> what is one thing they don't know about me? Maybe I am the worst golfer I know. You're not the worst no, golfer. That's absolutely not. Well, you're. A, <laughs> I'm the worst golfer. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love who has golf more fun. Who has more fun golf? We have you a lot of fun. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lisa, something interesting. Oh, I was on the speech team in college and I was 17th in the nation. Wow. After dinner speaking. That's awesome. It was a wow. lot of fun. What was your favorite favorite topic? Um, so sometimes you could pick, sometimes you couldn't, but after dinner speaking was my event and it was like a combination of informative speaking and stand-up comedy. Okay. And so I really excelled at that. It was a lot of fun. It's I didn't awesome. realize in debate yeah. there was a kind of a discipline of after dinner speaking. Mm-hmm. Like what I guess what separates after dinner from any other time I, is the set, yeah, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. Casual. Uh, rare uh, event name, but that yeah. was the concept. It was a lot of fun. Has that helped you in car sales? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you're at your desk and, you know, it's not going exactly as you like, if you can keep it light and keep the conversation flowing, you have a much better chance of seeing it all the way through to the other side. So that's definitely been an incredibly useful skill. And I, I will say watching Lisa, when she sells a vehicle, her customers are always smiling. It's nonstop. Am I right? Yeah. Isn't it true that when you're really good at what we all do, it's fun and everybody enjoys it. So I think of a couple of people in our organization that are in the finance world, which is an area of focus I've had. You go watch a Charlie Troushed and some others, and he's having a great time. His customers are having a great time. So part of my bucket list now is to come watch you with a customer. 
Oh, and every see, time. And see that. So we're going to go to Matt and then we'll come back to Josh. Matt, something that most people don't know. Um, I had dinner at the, what is it? The, uh, the opera house in Sydney, Australia, wow. which was okay. unbelievable. It was just one of those chances of a lifetime. And we had a blast. We got to hear the three waiters sing to us. Oh, wow. It was epic. It was a moment that I'll never forget. That's awesome. awesome. What was on the plate? I don't even remember. Okay. All I cared about was listening to these guys sing. They were phenomenal singers and they were dancing. They were singing on the table. It was yeah. hilarious. We had such a great time, the group that we were with. And we didn't know they were the three waiters. They just started singing against each other and Next thing you know, somebody said those, they took off their, their wigs and stuff. And they said, they're the three waiters. That's awesome. Some famous group of singers in Australia. And it was, it was a night I'll just never forget. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. A trip to Australia would be extraordinary. It, it, it brings the one question, which is, I've always heard that in Australia, the toilets flush in the opposite direction. True or false, Matt? That is true. <laughs> okay. All right. Josh, something most people don't know. Um, Most people probably don't know. Actually, I quit high school early um because i wanted to start college sooner so i quit wow. got my ged and then went to college wow so i didn't have to finish my senior year so what motivated you to do that i mean that's that's I really just like school okay yeah. <laughs> high school anyway i should say college is something i want to learn about so it's kind of different than taking classes they wanted you to take yeah yes you know that's an interesting like high school is kind of an interesting time my if you can believe this, my 30th high school reunion is coming up this year. And they're like, hey, come to the reunion. And I'm like, why? Yeah. No offense to everybody or anybody I went to high school That's with. That's kind of how I felt about it. Yeah. Just wanted to learn about the stuff I wanted to learn about. Yeah. They wanted me to learn. Yeah. Mark, you loved it. high school. Hated it. <laughs> okay, Mark. Hated it. Hated high school. Well, something most people don't know about Mark Van Dyken. You know, so for a, for a guy that was really, really bad at math in school and now made a uh, living based on math and anybody here needs needs help with it, I'm the person they come to. And it's uh, pretty crazy being as well as the last person people want to run to in school for help. So that's kind of cool. I think. All right. I've got two questions. You can pick whatever hits you the closest to home. What is one moment in your career that stands out that you remember, either here at Ziegler to this point, something that stands out. And how do you want to be remembered? As you think about our work at Team Ziegler to deliver that ultimate automotive experience as a team, as a family, it there's two parts. There's serving each other. They're serving the customer. Um, how do you want to be remembered looking back on your career? And then what stands out the most? And this is an open question. So whoever wants to go first. I'll go first on All this right. one. Mine, uh, what I want to be remembered by is probably being a uh, good trainer, yeah. developing young people. And you are be great known that way across the auto group. People good. turn to you to to get advice, to be developed, to be pushed. Well, I'm about 108 years old. So that's really <laughs> Wait, I thought it was 112. No, 112 is yeah. that not true? Okay. Uh, I had a career highlight last month. I um, met a gentleman who came into the dealership and he wanted to purchase a vehicle outright anonymously for some members of his church and every department in the facility worked together to make this happen I love that. we located the vehicle at another ziggler location brought it here um, we worked with service to put brand new tires on it warranty uh we got a full warranty coverage that finance helped us fit into the budget and it was about so much more than selling a car or, you know, making a profit. It was really about being part of something bigger than even the auto group, you know, really making that connection with people. And I think I could, you know, sell cars until the day I die and I'll never forget that deal. 
it was just so and the end user never knew who bought the never company. knew it, it it went off completely anonymously so it was just really exciting and impressive to be part of something so cool and so humbling that's beautiful really, mark, really neat. mark were you part of that no yes yeah absolutely to be part of because i do think that's a difference in the car business we change lives we get to make a true difference and there's something about making a difference that lights you up and supercharges us yeah right? so to be part of that was, was good right because you got somebody in here who can afford to just purchase a car for somebody else doesn't yeah. have their name on it just wants them to know they're taken care of and you know lisa went above and beyond to make sure that it was a special experience not only for the person giving the car but for the person you know giving the car to feel the, the love and the gratitude that they deserved in doing it you had an opportunity to serve Lisa and you 10 X it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. To use a grant card own term. Each one of our team in, in their own way, it's, it sounds like mm -hmm. added to it. Yeah. That's without neat. question. It was so, so great. And then we were trying to figure out how we're going to get this gentleman in to get his new vehicle. How'd you do it? <laughs> he was scheduled for service in our very own service department the next day. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't even have to call him. He just showed up. So it was just kismet. You can't plan that. Yeah. What was his reaction? He was just absolutely stupefied. Yeah. Um, I knew it would be like that. So I sat him down and was, you know, very calm and quiet about it. And I said, you know, I know this is going to come as a shock. And he said, well, do you even know my name? And I'm like, well, yes, sir. <laughs> and I know where you live. And yeah. I know. I know yeah. your birthday probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was very wild for him. Yeah. Very, very wild. What a beautiful awesome. experience. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Mark? So for me, the thing that I'm most proud of was uh, we got to put this team together, bring some other people in, had a mission when Zep got here. Our goal was to you know make Granville great again and be what it was. And our goal was 200 units. And I remember pushing for it and pushing for it and pushing for it. And you know the month that we finally got there, it was nice to just end of the month, deliver out sit there for a minute, think about putting that team together and that it wouldn't have been able to be done without that team. And it was just, uh, you know, the journey there, I was happy we sold 200 cars Yeah, and that was gratifying, but it was, was kind of, I don't know, bittersweet to reach just, that milestone. You know next, what I mean? right? then you got to set another one. Yeah. We'll go for more. Yeah. How do you celebrate Mark a win like that? Cause that's a big Mark. Me? I like big steak dinner and a bottle of wine myself. <laughs> and so did you do that Zep? Yes. <laughs> We did, yeah. We might have kept Bodies in business for a week after that. <laughs> yeah, we partied quite a bit. Josh? <clears throat> oh, I think the biggest thing that I think that stands out is when I first came into the shop, I worked underneath a technician and I probably worked, learned more in probably that six months than I did the two years I went to school. And I just thought, like, this is really cool, you know, like pretty much changed just how I've seen everything, you know. And yeah. I just kept telling myself, someday I want to be like that guy. And you know, be able to do that for somebody else. And now I've had six, seven different apprentices over the years and, you know, see them grow and doing it now. So I don't know. I just like, like being like he was to me, you know, it's great, Josh. That's awesome that you've yes. given back so deliberately over the years in, in a role where maybe not a lot of people don't necessarily give back. Yeah. That's awesome. Matt. Uh, it's to be a person that adds value to others every day. I mean, that's what it's all, that's the ultimate automotive experience in my mind is that if I can add value to anybody, whether it's a customer or a team member, anybody, uh, a vendor partner, it doesn't matter. When when I do that, that fills my bucket, right? Yeah. That helps me feel better about my day at the end of the day. And I just, I look for those opportunities every day. What a great team. I just, Josh, I'm curious, you have a farm. 
what kind of animals are on this farm? Oh, yeah, <laughs> horses. We got cows, chickens, ducks. <laughs> Had pigs. We don't have any right now, but a little bit of everything. Yeah. What's your favorite animal on the farm? Um, I don't know. The cows taste pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You have kids, right? Yeah. Do they name the cows before um, they're sent to slaughter? Do you keep that away? Sometimes, from them? but they're used to it, so. That's a great American pastime, a farm, the hard work that it takes and the uh, the result that you get on the other side. It's what? It's a little bit of work. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, on behalf of the auto group, to this entire team and to all of our stores across West, Western Michigan, we just say thank you for the standard that you've set, the, the high bar that you've set, and the way that you continue to deliver uh, to our teams and to our customers that ultimate automotive experience. Zepp. Uh, last last word or thought for um, just so appreciative to be part of the Ziegler organization and this team right here. We are uh, everybody here. I think strives to help out our younger employees, and that's what that's what it's all about. I think that's awesome. A great story, Matt. Thoughts? Yeah, no, this is a great achievement. I mean, we're a great organization, but the only reason we're a great organization is because we have great team members, right? And each and every day that come and bring it. And, and they live out our pride value statement each and every day. So thank you to each one of you. Uh, it's great to know each one of you on a personal level too. And, and, and I'm telling you, this team and our whole West Michigan, all of our teams, and uh, we're looking forward to winning many more. Absolutely. Hey, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Thanks to the entire team at Ziegler Granville Chrysler and to Matt Thomas for contributing to this week's episode. Until next week, how are you driving vision today? Today.